0: This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 65. Today, I'm talking all about Instagram pods, what they are, why I don't necessarily think they are the perfect solution for your algorithm woes, and I'm just breaking down some of the things that I've been working on in my Instagram strategy and just passing on the information to you. Now, before we dive in, I want to take a moment to read a recent iTunes review by the sweetest Ellie Clean, she says. Best creative entrepreneur podcast. Jenna's podcasts were so informative and valuable. Every time I listen, I not only get inspired, but I leave with tangible ways to better my photography business. So thankful for her willingness to share her awesome nuggets of wisdom. On a personal note, Jenna also totally seems like the kind of person I could be real life friends with. Listening to her podcast is like chatting with a friend while walking our rescue pups together in yoga pants. Thank you so much Ellie we are totally friends in real life i believe that and i just love reading your guys's reviews they totally touch me i usually ugly cry and when i say ugly cry i mean ugly cry but they mean so much to me so if you have time today would you just click over and leave a review in itunes it not only helps get the word out about the gold digger podcast but it means so much and impacts me so deeply personally and Let's be honest. We can be friends when I get to read that review and hear how this is touching you. So let's dive on into today's show and break down Instagram pods once and for all. I am so excited you're here. Are you ready? Here we go. You're listening to the Goal Digger podcast with Jenna Kutcher, the live workshop style business podcast for creative girl bosses. So you can train from the experts how to dig in, do the work and tackle your goals along the way. Here's your host, photographer, educator, artist, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. This episode of the Gold Digger podcast is sponsored by HoneyBook. Honeybook is the management software that I use to stay organized, manage invoices, get paid, and give every client an elevated, unforgettable experience. Honeybook is offering 20% off exclusively for Gold Digger listeners. Just go to honeybook.com slash Gold Digger to get started and get your life back today. Hey Gold Diggers, it's Jenna Kutcher and today I am dropping some Instagram truth bombs on you. Now, a lot of people know me as an Instagram expert and I kind of giggle when people say that about me because I'm really just an avid user of the app. And with that, I am such a business and marketing minded person that I'm always experimenting and learning and studying and practicing and trying different things with Instagram. And of course, I love to teach what I find. And so today's episode is all about Instagram pods and why I don't necessarily think that they are helping your brand, why they actually might be hurting your brand. Now, before I dive into this content, I want to just give you a little bit of context about my knowledge on Instagram, how I use the app and why I think it's super important that you do your due diligence whenever you're trying new strategies on any social media platform, far extended. Beyond Instagram. Now I'm a girl who really believes that slow growth is an amazing thing and a lot of people forget that that's actually true and that that actually is real because they might just start following someone's journey halfway through it. But the truth is is that I have been growing my Instagram account for six years. Six whole years I've poured into this app and I have tried just about everything. But the truth is over the last 4,000 posts, I've learned a heck of a lot. And as an educator, it is my joy to share the things that I have learned along the way with you, my friends. And so, When people start to look at Instagram, it becomes like this game and it kind of takes all the fun out of it. It becomes this unsexy app that becomes work. But the way that I teach things is that Instagram is this amazing ability to connect with people and to convert your followers into paying clients, but beyond that, to create true connection in your life. Now, I don't look at Instagram as just a highlight reel or the biggest best, most perfect and Pinterest worthy events in my life. I truly, truly look at Instagram as a place and an opportunity to connect, to share my message, to write my story, and to revisit this legacy that I'm working on every single day. Does that sound awesome. I think so. I think it sounds a lot more fun than this unsexy work thing that we've turned it into. And so, while I find so much joy in teaching so much about this app, I want to dive into something that I've been getting asked a lot about, that I've been studying and really thinking about, and. I am one of those educators that takes a little bit of time because I want to do some research and I want to try it out and I want to know what I truly believe before I ever teach on it. One of the hardest things about being a social media educator is that things are constantly changing. Just when you feel like you got it down, they drop in something new and you're constantly in this state of learning. So I truly believe that Instagram pods might actually be hurting your brand. And I want to offer some suggestions on what to do instead of using them. Because here's the thing. You're likely frustrated. The word algorithm, it probably just straight up stresses you out. Not only is it a word that we continually and consistently use in social media, but it has become such a negative word because that blessed, sacred algorithm has been stealing the engagement from under us. And so with the algorithm, things are changing and consistently shifting in the way that we have to use social media. So if you're like confused and scared when I say the word algorithm, let me first start and explain it. An algorithm is basically just a system for these apps to figure out and serve the content that people want to see most. When you think of apps like Facebook and Instagram, the real estate is very small and their goal is as a business to monetize it and so they want to be showing people what they want want to see so that they continually and consistently log in. Now, along with that, they want people that are paying to advertise to see true results. And so what the algorithm is truly doing is it's looking at our user habits and it's serving up the content that we are most likely to click on and take action on. Facebook always puts its fan first. They want the users to have the best experience and so that is number one in the book. And surprise, surprise, Instagram is owned by Facebook. And so the same applies there. So while as business owners, the algorithm might be frustrating and confusing as consumers, it's a huge blessing and maybe a slight detriment to our wallets because everything is so targeted based on our actions. Guys, you would be absolutely shocked at the amount of data that Facebook has on you based on the things that you click on, comment on, interact with, share. It is watching you like big brother so that it knows exactly what sorts of things to put into your feed so that you become a very engaged, excited user that clicks into the app many, many, many times a day. So when we talk about the algorithm, it's really just Facebook and Instagram's attempt to serve their audiences with the best content so that their audiences are engaged and excited and logging in every single day. But with that, it brings a challenge to marketers feeling like we have to pay to play. And honestly, that's not super far from the truth. Think about it. It's a business. They need to make money. And if we're making money as free advertisers just using their apps and not paying them, it doesn't quite seem like a fair trade to them, right? We've all been there with Facebook and we're really, really bumming out that Instagram seems to be heading in that direction where we're not actually reaching the right people with our posts, where our posts aren't getting engaged with at the same intensity that they once were. And so what I want to really share about What we're going to talk about today, which is Instagram pods, I want to just kind of break it down and share why I think they're not going to work and what is an authentic way to use the apps. Now, when you hear the term Instagram pod, maybe you're really confused. And honestly, when I hear that term, I just picture a pea pod every time. I can never get that visual out of my head. But first things first, what is an Instagram pod? So an Instagram pod is generally speaking a group of 10 to 20-ish accounts that have similar interests or similar businesses, similar taste content, you know, the whole thing. And what they do is those 10 to 20 accounts, they join together and promote one another's accounts. So basically how it works is this 10 to 20 group of people are going to group together and they are going to commit to liking one another's posts, leaving comments, engaging when the post goes live to try and beat the algorithm, proving to Facebook or Instagram that that content is indeed valuable and being engaged with. So basically, when you think about it, it's like a group of people coming together saying, hey, I'll like your post if you like mine, kind of the I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine mentality, which at first sounds really good. But you know, your mom said, if it sounds too good to be true, it likely is. And I truly believe that that is the case. So here's the Biggest issue that I have with Instagram pods is if you think about it, you're teaming up with artists or people that have similar interests, passions, businesses, and you are all liking each other's content. So first off, that is telling the app that you truly enjoy engaging with your peers content. And therefore it's going to show you more things that are like them and not necessarily get you in front of your dream clients accounts. It's just going to get you in front of their accounts, which remember they're your competition or your community. And so basically you're tricking Instagram into saying, I really, really, really like this stuff and I want to see more of it. And you're going to see that your feed is inundated with other people doing what you're doing. Now, that might not sound like freaky or scary or anything weird, but I want to come at this from maybe an unpopular approach and talk a little bit about why this freaks me out. First things first, if you are constantly engaging with your peers, you're going to be constantly seeing their work. And what does that do? It impacts you. We are far more impressionable than we understand or realize. And guess what? When you're looking at what others in your industry are doing day in and day out, it really affects you. It can affect your confidence. It can affect your vibes. It can affect the content that you're sharing. It can affect the way you're feeling about your work, your life. Comparison is the thief of joy, my friends. We've heard that quote a million times. But what scares me is that when people are joining these pods with others in their industries, they're constantly being inundated with other people's work that could really have an adverse effect on your mental game. Now, number two, the thing that freaks me out about Instagram pods is that when you are used to engaging with one another's and you know that your pod is going to be engaging on your content, it can totally shift the way that you are speaking and sharing on the platform. So instead of actually thinking and asking yourself, what does my ideal client need? What are they looking for? How can I speak directly to them? You start subconsciously speaking to your peer. You worry about their judgment or their criticism. You know that they are going to be the first people to see your posts, And so your mindset shifts from really and truly and authentically marketing to your dream clients. And now you are speaking directly to your competition. Okay. Now, if anyone believes in community over competition, it is this girl right here pointing out herself. But the truth is is that I know that when we start to follow our peers, it can really 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 get into our heads. Now, over the years, I've had to go through phases where I really limit what I am letting into my life. I limit what sort of content I'm seeing. If things are making me feel negatively about myself or my work, I really have to guard my heart on that. Because it can truly, truly impact my ability to be creative. And so the thing is, is that Instagram pods is just bringing all of this into us. Now, beyond that, I have another problem with it. It's not actually really helping you because it's getting you this false engagement, What happened to authentic engagement? What happened to truly thinking about how we can get our audience engaged with our stuff? This is what is so, so important. So this is exactly why I have never used an Instagram pod and I get really nervous about them. And the truth be told, pods can do some really awesome things. It can create this new community. It can really encourage you to stay consistent in your posting. It can provide you the support and encouragement from others, but the group dynamics can really make it hard because let's say you're in a group of 10 people and one person loves to post like three times a day. So they're constantly texting. Texting the group or WhatsApping the group or posting in a Facebook group and saying, hey, hey, I just posted, hop on and like and comment on it. One, that group dynamic can get really hard. Two, it can create a lot of pressure. But three, it can take up a lot of your time. How much time are we spending on Instagram every day, guys? Let's be honest. Is it an hour? I'm sure it's more than 20 minutes. Did you know that the average person opens up Instagram 54 times per day? 54 times a day. Let me do the math. That is insane. We are opening it up at least 2.25 times per hour. And that's including the hours we're sleeping. So we're probably opening it up four to five times an hour during your waking hours. That's insane, right? So why are we adding this extra work where we need to be logging in at multiple times a day to cater to other people's posting schedules, which then is taking us down this rabbit hole of unproductivity? Are you avoiding ordering business cards because you know your website is a hot mess? Maybe you haven't updated your portfolio in two years. You still haven't fixed those broken links and don't even get me started about the design. Yeah, I was there. Actually, it was just a year ago, and I made a giant leap onto a new platform for me, Show it, and that's where my website lives, and I honestly couldn't be happier. It is so easy to use. I can pop in and make edits without having to contact my designer every time I notice a typo, and their drag and drop features make designing a new page so simple and easy. I have never felt more in control of my brand or less intimidated by By a website if it's time for you to make a leap I strongly urge you to hop on over to show it they're offering 10% off all annual plans for all of you gold diggers out there just go to show it.co and put gold digger in the discount code box and kiss your website woes goodbye I am an efficiency police. Like in my life, I want to be as efficient as possible. If I have a phone call, I'm going to walk on a treadmill or take the dogs out on a walk or do laundry or do something during it. I love to be productive. And I see a problem with this because if I'm getting a text message alert that someone just posted on Instagram, I need to hop onto their post, like, and comment on it. I do not trust myself to not get sucked in to everything else that is happening on the apps. Now, the other side of that is that it just feels really uncomfortable to me. It doesn't feel sincere. It doesn't feel authentic. And my brand, I say it is real raw and authentic. And something like an Instagram pod. It just doesn't feel genuine to me. Here's the thing is that we are saying that it is better to take our valuable time and spend it on commenting our peers on our peers' stuff. It also is saying that we need to have other people's encouragement because we don't trust ourselves to get our followers' encouragement. And so when I look at posting, I always have to ask myself a few things. And if you're relying on a pod right now, I want for you to just start to think about how you can start transitioning your mindset so that you're not relying on this inauthentic interaction. Every time you go to post, I first want you to think, how is this serving your ideal client? How is this speaking to them? How is it giving them something they can imagine themselves being a part of? How is it creating connection with them beyond your product, your service, or your offering? I talk about all these things all the time on this podcast, but the truth is, is that I don't think we actually stop and ask ourselves these very important questions enough. Now, the next part is that is how are we using captions to tell a story, whether it's our story, our past client stories, our life stories, our pet stories, whatever that looks like. How are we using Instagram in a way to tell stories? Now, I just met with a social media expert the other day. This guy is managing mega celebrity accounts, and he said that the most important thing you can be doing on social media is telling a story through your posts. He said, yes, a beautiful photo will get you so far. But if you want true engagement, true people to comment, it all comes from the caption. We can all double tap when we see something pretty. That's easy, right? That's just a little tiny bit of action. But what would it look like if we invited our fans and followers to leave true feedback, to answer questions, to interact with us? We do this through using calls to action. Now, a pod, in a way, is a call to action because you're saying, hey, guys, I just posted, go comment and like it. But what if we turned that on its head and started thinking about how we could use calls to action with our posts? Now, I truly believe that every single post that you post should have a call to action and they can range anywhere from small asks to big asks. A small ask would be something like double tap if you agree that mac and cheese shapes totally trumps the classic noodles, which of course everyone agrees that because there's bigger surface area on those funny shaped noodles. I mean, come on, we all know that, right? But a bigger ask would be tag three friends below who might need this message or click to my blog to read more. Or click the link in my profile to subscribe to my newsletter. You have to ask for people to engage. But a lot of times we're Doing that because we want people to take action, but we're not actually asking for engagement, which is the thing that we require in order to beat the algorithm. Remember that nasty word. So, when we start to think about how we can work without pods, I want for you to really think about how you are strategically placing yourself in front of your ideal clients and not necessarily your peers. You can do this in so many different ways. First, Think about what time your ideal clients are hanging out on the app. Are they working nine to five jobs? Do they hang out before they go to sleep at night? Are they doing it after their kids are in bed? Is it during their lunch break? Think about who you're speaking to and when they're likely logging in. Number two, engage with them. Friends, Go back and respond to their comments. Click over to their feed and like a few of their photos. You don't have to follow everyone, but just engage with them. When people see that you are engaging back, your engagement is going to increase by about 30%. Third, think about ways that you can invite them to have true organic engagement with you. I promise that is going to feel so much better than just seeing 10 people that are popping onto your feed every single day because you asked them to. When you truly get to a space where your dream clients are happily communicating and engaging with you, man, you feel on top of the world. It's the coolest thing ever. And lastly, think about hashtags that you can use that your dream clients are likely searching for. Like for me, it could be hashtag Wisconsin bride, hashtag Wisconsin wedding photographer, hashtag Wisconsin wedding, whatever that looks like. Think about that and challenge yourself to think about hashtags that your dream clients are looking at, not your peers. Now, here's what. Instagram said directly about the way that they're ordering things with the algorithm. They said, we announced a new way of ordering posts and feeds so that you'll see the moments you care about first. With this new ordering, you won't miss your favorite band's video after the concert even if it took place across the world in a different time zone. And no matter how many accounts you follow, you should see your best friend's latest posts. So when you think about pods, Instagram is automatically assuming that these people that you consider Interact with day in and day out are your best friends, and so that's why you're going to start seeing their stuff and like minded accounts to theirs, which are likely more of your industry peers, instead of actually seeing things that you care about. Now, I don't think Instagram pods are the worst thing in the world, and I don't think that they were a terrible idea. In fact, it was a way that we were temporarily putting a band aid on the changes that Instagram was rolling out when we had no idea how we could conquer the algorithm with the needed level of engagement. But I want to challenge you today to really think about Instagram pods and if they serve a purpose and a place in your business. Now for me, I've never done it because to me, like I said, I want to run the most authentic brand ever. And I want to really challenge myself to put out the best content for my followers Ever. And so if I'm relying on other people to get to that place, I'm never actually getting a true gauge on what my real audience looks like. The audience that I can actually convert into paying clients. they're probably not going to make you more money. There's this dying hope that they're going to help you show up in the algorithm, but there's really no guarantee. And if there is a guarantee, it's not guaranteed that you're going to show up in your ideal clients. You'll likely show up for more of your industry peers. And so I want for you to think as you start to navigate through Instagram and you might be getting frustrated with the algorithm, I truly want for you to challenge yourself to respond to conversations comments in your feed, to leave comments on other people's photos, to use the right hashtags, to implement calls to actions in every single post, to really look at ways that you can speak directly to your dream clients in a way that they understand and to also foster a community, but protect your heart from that evil comparison game that can truly get in our way from creating our best content. Now, Instagram, it continues to change and shift. I truly think that we will never totally figure it out. And I think that that's their goal. I don't think that they want us to know exactly how to beat the systems they're putting in place. Why? Because they are putting the fans first. And even though it might feel like a challenge or a detriment to our success, I think that we truly just need to get back to the heart of the app and really focus on serving our ideal clients as best as we can day in and day out. There are ways to try and cheat the system, but I think that those brilliant developers behind Instagram are far smarter than the band-aids that we are using to try and beat the algorithm. And so I think friends that it's just time that we ride the wave. We really nail down our strategy. We tell impactful stories. We challenge ourselves to speak directly to our dream clients and we test and systemize things so that it becomes a little less overwhelming a little less time consuming and we get back to the fun of it. Remember, this is just a free platform and a way to connect with followers, with friends, with our family, and with our potential dream clients. But it is not and should not be our end game. It should be a handshake that invites people off of the app and into our lives in different ways, because it is always good to remember, friends, that you do not own your Instagram followers. You do not own them. The app does. It's just rented space. So I pray that this was a very beneficial conversation. I cannot wait to hear what you thought about this podcast. As always, hop on over to my Instagram at Jenna Kutcher. Let me know what you think. Let me know if this was helpful. Post any questions that you might have so that I can answer them in future episodes. And I'm just so, so thankful that you are a part of this beautiful community. What a blessing it is to serve you day in and day out. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals.